first we'll talk to Lee Barry, one of our wonderful people from WWF. What do you think WWF's best win has been? Wins take a long time to no, achieve, no. and yeah. um, they're often kind of incremental gains. We were really pleased to be able to um, increase the commitment um, from some political parties for protection of Maui's dolphin. Yeah. We um, asked all political parties before the election if they would commit to increasing the protection for Maui throughout their whole range. So there's some places where they're protected, but they're not by all means protected as much as they need to be. And uh, the Labour Party, the Green Party and New Zealand First all committed to what we were asking for, which is that those dolphins would be protected wherever they swim. And that more importantly, probably, that the fishing industry um, who's impacted and who impacts on those dolphins can be supported to transition to better, safer ways of fishing that don't impact on the dolphins. So that felt good to get a good proportion of our politicians on side. Nice work. Unfortunately, not the ones we really need to be on side, but we're still working on them. Nice work, Lee, and all the crew at WWF. Great job this year, I think. I'm down at Kaibosh Food Rescue with the CEO, General Manager, Operations Manager, all in one, and cleaner, Matt Dagger. Matt, how are you today? Good, thanks, Laurie. Very well. Great. Now, um, so we're getting near the end of the year. What do you think, what is your big win that's happened for you at Kaibosh this year? Okay, if I look back across the year, the thing that um, I've... um, really been look back and be proud of Kaibosh achieving has been our ability to extend the service into Lower Hutt. Um, it's required quite a lot of logistical rearranging yeah. and bringing new people on board and um, setting different things up and getting um, lots of new people involved, um, growing the volunteer program, but um, we've managed to do it, um, not on the scale that we would like it to reach eventually, but it, um, it is, it's, it's still happening successfully, so that would be my big win. All right, Kaibosh and Lower Hutt. I've seen the truck sailing around out there. It's looking very good. Cool. Nice work, Kaibosh. Thanks, Larry. Nice work. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. Here, ladies and gentlemen, we have the lovely Miss Isabella Cawthorn from Frocks on Bikes. She's going to tell us about the wins that cyclists in Wellington had this year. Hi, thanks very much, Laurie. It's uh, it's been a huge year, 2014, for for cycling in Wellington. And I think one of the exciting things about 2014 is that the winds are change are blowing, not just for people who currently cycle, but mm. for all those people who have thought about it, who might be keen, who've who've gone, oh look, I'd really like to just have a more convenient or a quicker or a more fun way to get around, but haven't yet. So look, um. There's actually been heaps going on. Infrastructure is probably the most obvious thing right. that you can see out there. Um, there's been a whole bunch of new paint on the roads, uh, <laughs> um, and there have also been um, a whole bunch of uh, bike parks and nifty little fix-it stands that have popped up around the city, thanks to City Council. Yes, so loving easy those. easy to park and easy to fix your bike. Mm. Um, but probably the crucial thing for infrastructure is um, part one of the Island Bay to City Cycleway, which is the Island Bay section, has been approved. Woo-hoo! So, um, whoop, whoop, yeah, whoop, whoop. construction apparently is going to start in summertime, so it's going to be a hell of a lot easier and safer and, frankly, cruisier and nicer to cycle around lovely Island Bay. Yay. Part two, Newtown and Barrenpore, um had a good process underway um, earlier this year with a citizens advisory panel that looked at all the complex ins and outs and um, picked a good 
good set of ways forward. So we'll probably look to see the next phase of that happening probably in autumn, I think. Um, good. Definitely, definitely one to watch. Um, there's the, the little bit of neat little cycleway along the drainage reserve in Kilburnie is starting to be underway. So you're going to be able to cycle through the subway underneath the airport and pop out into wow. the lovely township of Kilburnie. Oh, that's so cool. Safety and comfort. Yay. Um, Victoria Street apparently is on the cards to have, well, something better than what it currently has, which is nothing at all. And um, probably the the big, big ones in 2014, um, the Basin Flyer that did not go ahead. Um, Memorial Park did. Um, those are definitely two big spaces to watch, um, not just for cycling, but for all the ways to get around the city. Um, and in other interesting news around the place, um, out, also out in Island Bay, it's a bit of a cycling mecca, yes, Island Bay. Yes, yes. Um, the Island Bay Kids Cycle Track uh, was launched in grand style earlier this year, which was a fantastic effort by heaps of local volunteers and the city council. That's really heavily used, and it's neat to see loads of kids and adults. Um, yeah, I've got a few knee grazers off that, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great one. And um, Bikes in Schools was, yes. uh, was rolled out to three lucky schools around Wellington, which means um, they get a whole package of awesome services, including bikes and helmets and lessons on how to ride. So it's a good yeah, year for better, cycling. Yeah, it's been a great year. We'd better get our, get our skates on to catch up with all these kids who are going to want to, to cycle around in safety. That's and um, right. yeah, on that note, the government recently announced $100 million of cycling money for urban cycling infrastructure, which is pretty great because yes. um, cycleways for tourists are all very well, but most Kiwis live in cities and we want to get around our cities on two wheels. And um, so that will be a big pot available for cities like Wellington to, to draw from if they can. Great. And um, the other big national thing was the cycling safety panel uh, presented its report um, looking at all the all the people who've been killed while riding in the past few years and what's going wrong in New Zealand and what needs to change. Mm. Um, so that they worked really hard and it was very comprehensive. Frocks on bikes had input, uh, which great. was great. So we'll have to see what happens out of that. But it's um it's going to be a good summer coming up, I think. Uh, Cycleware Wellington are running a courtesy campaign for the waterfront, right. which is just fabulous because it's such a popular space um, for everybody. Yes. And it's one of the places where you often get a lot of friction between people on two wheels and um, people on feet. And one of the great places where we can show that Wellingtonians are just as polite and just as intelligent and just as good to each other as people in all those other cities where shared spaces work quite well. Come so, on, Wellington. Courtesy um, campaign, everybody just, you know, take a bit of care, looking out for everybody else, and we can all get along real nicely. And um, I know for a fact that there's a, a huge summer of fantastic cycling activities um, from people for, who are really experienced right through to those who are just looking forward to having a go and um, giving it a bit of a spin. That's so, great. Yes. Go check Wellington. Check cycling on the interweb and there'll be all sorts of things to do. And 20, 2015 looks like it's going to be a very exciting year too. So, Nice yeah. work. Nice work great to time. all the um, cycling you know, lobbyists and people that have been working towards making Welly this very cycle-friendly city. Yeah. Isabella, did you say that this Island Bay Cycleway, what did you call it the other day? It's the first one in New Zealand, though, is that correct? Oh, the, the kind of cycle yes. uh, cycle lane that's going to be built out in Island Bay is certainly a first for Wellington and um, arguably a first for New Zealand. It's um, an on-road protected cycle lane. So right. instead of being out with the traffic whizzing by yes. on one side of you and um, 
driver's doors opening on the other side of you. You are between the curb and the parked cars. That's right. So there's wow. much more safety because there are for, for people on bikes because fewer um, fewer passengers are, are going to fling their doors open into you. But also it's um, it means that you can you can cycle in a way that feels much much safer because mm. you're protected from that speeding traffic. Um, it's also going to be a much slower kind of lane to be Good. in. I mean, if, you're, if you're fast and you want to go at the traffic speed or something close to it, right. it makes sense to be out in the road. And most people who, who cycle in that way will be, will be perfectly yes. comfortable out there. But if you haven't cycled before and you'd like to give it a go but you've been too scared, this is going to be exactly the lane for you. Great. You cycle with your kids or your nana mm. or your granddad mm. or your partner <laughs> or go and get a the romantic. or whatever. <laughs> Island Bay is where it's happening. And one more question, Bella. If oh, yeah. Wellingtonians could do one thing to help contribute to the amazing cycling culture that's going on in, in our fest city, what what could that be? Oh, that's a great question. I reckon the I reckon the thing to do is when you're looking at heading into town for for whatever. I think just remember that you've now got more transport choices than you did mm, before. Nice. If, if you're annoyed at parking or if you'd like to nip around the central city um, really efficiently or if you'd like to go and explore some of the bits of the, the beautiful parks or the waterfront, it's now a hell of a lot easier to get around on two wheels. I can and vouch for that. You can that. mix and match. You've got <laughs> lots of choices. Bike and, bike and bus, bike and train, bike and car, bike and yep. feet, bike and scooter. So uh, it's a whole world of options, Wellingtonians, and it's only going to get better. Welcome, Mr. Patrick Shepherd, officially to B-Side Stories. You've had a few wins this year, Pat, actually, but, but that would be my big question for you today. And I know you've delivered the journal, but in your heart of hearts, what is the, what is the big win that you feel like 1% Collective has, has put through this year? Um, I think probably actually just simplifying our why and what we do and why we exist. Nice. Um, and that was after last Christmas. I kind of just chilled out in Wellington, didn't go anywhere, did a bunch of work at home in the sunshine, read a lot of books, um, thought about our, our why and our direction and changed a few things with our model. Great. Um, and that kind of just put our direction a lot clearer as to um, as to why we exist and what we're trying to achieve. And um, I think seeing that kind of starting to happen and, you know, it's been two years, but obviously, you know, I still want things to be at a certain place. And it's kind of you can see it starting to happen more this year, um, which is awesome. And just some of the people, you know, like the video we did with Mark Alveston and was Lauren and awesome. those kids and just kind of getting these things happening, these kind of projects throughout the year it's like wow these are all cool things that are building you know towards a lot more people helping to raise this kind of money 